0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's, uh, it's a sad time. It's a sad time. I'm, I'm getting choked up. We are reviewing the Super Bowl, and that means it's the last episode of Series 6, Season 6 of the Laces Out podcast. Just myself and Paul this week, uh, but we're wrapping up the Super Bowl for you, giving all the lowdown, telling you who won the season from our perspectives, who won the season from the NFL perspectives in all varieties, and uh, yeah, just putting a bow on it really. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment, leave a review where you can leave a review, and uh, yeah, share the podcast around, that's the big one, share the podcast around. Right, let's get started, and in a lot of ways, finished. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast Laces Out.
1: Recording in progress.
0: Allegedly, recording in progress. <sighs> sad times, sad times, sad times. No, not at the out. Yeah, at the outcome, but not solely at the outcome of the Super Bowl. Um, it's the Laces Out podcast on Cookie Cast, It is what will be the final laces out podcast of the 2023 to make it easier season Uh, and that's because Sunday the whatever the date was um, matter of mere days ago we sat down to enjoy the Super Bowl between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs I'm joined by my glamorous co-host Mr Paul Williams how uh, how was it for you, other than the fact that you... Despise is a strong word, let's put it that way. You're not a fan of one of the two teams, and that may be the team that didn't win.
1: Uh, yeah, I suppose, from that perspective, I was more content than had the game gone the other way, but to be honest, I did actually say at one point during the, I believe, third quarter, maybe the fourth quarter, the game was that poor that I'd got to the point during the course it where I was honestly like, honestly, neither team feel like they've performed well enough to like actively sort of win this so i kind of don't really care who wins it um but yeah it was um it, 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 it it'll have to it'll have to go down as as one of the one of the less entertaining Super Bowls i've watched i would say um we had a conversation with a, with a guy who had, had watched the thirteen three, 3 I think it was, Super Bowl, with the, where it was the, the Pats versus the Rams, um, and that one, in the entire time I've watched the game, which, which spanned back to about, what, Super Bowl 48, I think, 48 or 49, or 47 maybe, when it was the Ravens versus the 49ers, was the first one I watched live Um, it's the first one since then where I've actively thought this was pretty poor both teams not really able to move the ball around and it didn't even seem as though it was poor from a perspective of the the defence on both sides was played particularly well it was more just the the fact that the offence just was very very like Stunning on both sides.
0: Yeah, we I mean we've seen it before where you have situations where the but you know both defence in the Super Bowl are absolutely hanging because they can't get off the field. They're like, you know, they're wheeling out the oxygen tanks because the the defensive players can't get physically get enough oxygen into their bodies because they're just not off the field for long enough. And weirdly, those are those are often the times that the Super Bowl's better, you know, we almost get tired of saying Super Bowls are won by the defence. However, there is a key ingredient in that that Your defence is there to stop the ball, to stop the movement, to stop the other team. Your offence needs to move the ball down the field when it's their turn. And if you've got a situation where that's not happening, this is when you end up with this situation of... I mean, you know, I've, I've, I've not overly made any attempts to hide my opinion about a variety of different aspects of the Super Bowl. I would have rather not seen the Kansas City Chiefs at the Super Bowl this year. Um, I feel like it would have been more entertaining, more lively, more interesting if it had have been literally any other team. If that If that side of the game had been filled by literally any other team the realization so far through the playoffs that they were going to be the team that were going to be in the Super Bowl, and then it was just whoever was going to fill the other slot. Stuff like that. It's <sighs> ultimately it's not it's not why I'm here, you know. Going back x number of years, um, the whole Patriots thing. It was it was just. Dull by the end of it. It was just like getting hit in the face repeatedly. Um, you just wanted something different. You just wanted something to some a, a point to mix things up. You knew if the Patriots made it to the Super Bowl, they were going to win the Super Bowl. So what was the point? Um, I'd listened to a podcast in the last week that talked about how the Chiefs seem to have this ability now to squeak their way through the season. Enter the playoffs and then just dominate all the way through to the Super Bowl. And then just, in some respects, kind of walk it. Um, I think that may have given me a false sense of... Oh, I'd really like the 49ers to win this. Oh, I feel like it'd be really good if the 49ers Oh, you know, I, I hope... And and there was, a, there was an aspect of hope through three quarters of that game where you're like, oh, maybe, maybe, whilst at the same time, knowing full well that it's just not going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, I, I I think there's something in the stats this week. There are stats this week. Um, I think there's something in the stats talking about, you know, repeat performances, and already looking forward to next year and stuff, and it's, you know, you, you can already get a boost on the winner of next year's Super Bowl, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you 50p if you don't get which team's the boost on. It's a bit like... So, yeah... There was a point in the commentary about halfway through the third quarter where they said um, about, about about how many Super Bowls have gone to overtime. And it was round about that point in time that I... You know when you go from like this to to this, to this, to this. That was about the position I was in. When when something was mentioned on commentary about it going to overtime, and I went, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" Because if you hadn't have said it, it wouldn't have been a thing. Um, and and yeah, it was it was about that point I was like, I could just do with this kind of being over with now. Like, I just wanted a, a definitive score, no matter which way it went. And 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 that was that. And when it was like, "Oh, it's gonna go to overtime," I was like. <sighs> so yes not the best Super Bowl there's ever been not the most exciting Super Bowl there's ever been not I think I used I think I used a phrase the week uh, the week previous Uh, not the Super Bowl we wanted but the Super Bowl we all secretly knew we were getting um there's been a there's been a couple of very interesting videos popping up recently talking about how uh, you know the the wonderful conspiracies that went into creating all elements of that game, uh, which were uh, yeah just uh, just just fun to watch.
1: Well, well, <clears throat> before we go through the stats, let me just let me just read to you the uh, the play the play sheet as it sort of like boiled down so opening kickoff well, well so the Chiefs the toss and deferred the kickoff or deferred deferred the reception of the kickoff sorry until the second half so they knew they'll be taking the kickoff in the first half which meant the Niners would be getting the first possession so San Francisco 49ers with the first possession five plays for 48 yards ending with a fumble. I believe it was, was it Christian McCaffrey?
0: Mm. Fumbled it. It certainly was. Um,
1: Yeah, so, immediately turns the ball over to the Kansas City Chiefs, where they have three plays for six yards, which still took them two minutes, and they punted, to which the San Francisco 49ers had four plays for 36 yards, and punted. To which The Kansas City Chiefs had four plays for 10 yards and punted to end the first quarter. The San Francisco 49ers then had uh, a 10-play drive which took them 41 yards to score the opening field goal of the game. The Kansas City Chiefs then got the ball back and had a fumble of their own. Um, this one was fumbled by Isaiah Pacheco um, when he was on the San Francisco 9-yard line. Um, so a huge let off for the San Francisco 49ers there, to which the San Francisco 49ers had a 4-play drive that went 6 yards for a punt and Kansas City Chiefs had a 3-play 7-yard drive which went for a punt we got our first touchdown of the game when the San Francisco 49ers had a bit of a trick play uh, Juwan Jennings getting the ball from Brock Purdy, um, and then sent his own pass downfield to uh, to Christian McCaffrey. No, sorry, it was, uh, it was a lateral play, um, and then the ball went back to uh, to Christian McCaffrey, who rushed it in for the opening touchdown. Um, and then to close out the half, the uh, the, the Chiefs put together a 13 play, 70 yard drive, which ended in them scoring a field goal with a couple of seconds left. They kick the ball off to the front of San Francisco 49ers who knelt out the last down to go to take it to the half. The second half was then a little bit better, um, so I won't go through all the plays in the second half because the second half did actually have more scoring than the first did. Um, but yeah, just that—the fact that the very first—I mean, it, it's not—it's not quite like the the opening uh, the opening snap of the, of the Broncos Seahawks who were going for the same, but. On the opening drive, fumbling the ball back to the Chiefs when you're in scoring territory was probably an indication of how the game was probably going to go.
0: Um, we probably should have seen
1: it then that it was. Uh,
0: yeah, the the fumble at that point in time was was it was odd, and um, you know that's probably the 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 dumbest thing anyone said, but. A very odd situation when you look at the player that it was, the position that it happened in, etc. What made it weirder was that the equivalent player on the other team then had a fumble not long later and it was like... that. I, you know, I don't overly believe in coincidence. That just seems random. Um, yeah, it was. I, I don't. I don't. I had a conversation the day of the Super Bowl, where um, someone said to me, I don't remember the last Super Bowl I was excited for. And I was like, well, yeah, but... I mean... Yeah?
1: Yeah, See, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I, I was I was looking forward to, to the to the game because I thought that it was two teams of good good offense. You know, Kansas City's defense for the first time in what seems to be the entire Patrick Mahomes era was one of the best in the league. Um, and looking back, last year's Chiefs Eagles game looked on paper like it was going to be a barnstormer. Yeah, and it turned out to be that. So. I wouldn't go so far as to say that it's not, I've not looked forward to a Super Bowl in a long time, but <clears throat> I must admit that, that the way that the game panned out has, has sort of, did sort of tamper it for me a little bit, in, in which I was kind of thinking, yeah, in hindsight, it's actually probably quite a good figure that the season's over after this game, because I uh, can't really take much more of, uh, of this particular uh,
0: so scenario. So there's that aspect that... I, I bring it up every every year. I bring it up uh, this time every year, uh, and and certainly in the playoffs. The Super Bowl is the the, the tip of the mountain. It's the, it's where you know all everything should have all should have risen to the very top. It is the tip of the spear, the top of the mountain. And then you have to ask yourself: Is that what we got? And in theory, you know, this team on paper is better than this team on paper and this team, you know, defending, uh, reigning defending champion, you know, that sort of situation. And it's supposed to be the best of the best when, yeah. (laughs) to not get too in the weeds, I fully agree with what you've said there, I think I'm more glad that it's just a, I, I, I think we'd like to close the book on the, on this season um, and sort of look ahead um, I, I, I've, I've been listening to another podcast which I am um, um, it's not only a weekly podcast it's twice weekly and I'm a little bit behind on it so at the point in time I picked it back up a couple of days ago, um, the person that does the podcast was watching the first round of playoff games and talking about what they saw um, as like possible Super Bowls and this that and the other, and it was like stuff like talking. <laughs> Talking about the bills and you know, oh, you know they can't they, they can't do it to the fans again this year. It is like, oh, gee. Um, like talking about like dolphins, uh, ravens. Like, oh, I, I really hope the lions can do so. And it's like, oh, geez, that's gonna really be painful in a couple of weeks time.
1: <laughs> It's always that's that's always one of those things like when you, when you get a bit behind on podcast schedule and you, and you end up listening to ones where you know what the outcome the outcome of the, of the thing that you're sort of building up to is already sort of happened and you do kind of sort of like part of you that sort of morbid curiosity just sort of like kick you where it's like ooh, are they going to say something that's like going to come back to sort of like either bite him in the arse or sound incredibly stupid in hindsight like
0: so uh, weirdly weirdly to give him his dues because bearing in mind As far as predicting games goes, he must have a 100% track record of getting games wrong. Um, But to give him his dues, at the start of the playoffs, predicted that the Chiefs would be in the Super Bowl. So I was like, yeah, well, that one's not going to come back to bite you. And said, of all of the teams, the 49ers was was probably the, the contender as well. And it was like, well, there you go, you managed to pick the Super Bowl X number of weeks out. So well done to you. Um do you want to deliver the final blow and tell everybody what uh, what the what the finishing what the end score was and who were the victors
1: Well so do we do we want to do want to do cuz obviously we've got all of our predictions to go through um do we want to just give the sort of the overall flavour of what happened with the game then do the stats. Then go through all of our stuff.
0: That's the way I saw it. Yeah, D- deliver the deliver the killing blow, and then let's pick over the corpse.
1: Okay. So obviously, so obviously, when we, we went through the joy that was the first quarter, which ended up scoreless, and the second quarter where a goal where a goal where a touchdown finally was scored. Uh, so at the half, the um, oh. Um, I don't know if it'll come up in the stats, so... um, I I won't say it, and I'll just hope it comes up in the stats. And if it doesn't, I'll raise it myself. Um, But um, at the half, it was 10-3 to the San Francisco 49ers. Um, At the end of regulation, it was 19-19. And then the the game went into overtime, where the uh, 49ers decided to take the ball first. Um, and scored a field goal, uh, obviously not realising that um, the overtime rules have changed for the pro season, in which both teams will have at least one possession of the ball.
0: So, um, not, not to interrupt, but to interrupt, that's come up in, in a couple of things I've listened to over the last few days. Why they chose to take the ball Possibly one of the weirdest decisions there has ever been. Why they were like, "Oh, we, yeah, okay, we'll take the ball." It was like, "No, no, no, no." Give, so, give them the ball. Just.
1: I don't know if you I don't know if you'd see, but apparently, Kyle Shannon in his post in his post match press conference had come out and said that um, he he admitted that not all of the players knew the. Uh, Knew the details of the new overtime regulations, which, if it's true, there is absolutely no excuse for because that they go it. through them. They go through the details with the team on the field, and obviously, there's the fact that um, you know, obviously, it's it's given to the players before the before the season starts and, and all that sort of stuff as well. Um so yeah the, the the 49ers took the first possession of overtime um uh got it within uh, field goal range and kicked the field goal um and then the four, and then the chiefs took over um went down managed to go the full 75 yards uh it's got a touchdown which ended the game so the final score was 25 22 in favor of the kansas city chiefs now like Mister Cooker said, we do have some stats provided to us. I believe by the uh, the usual source. Is this is it correct?
0: Yes, uh, another week where I can't confirm how the stats mistress got the stats. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say as it's been through the entire season, it was probably um, from USA Today, um, but I cannot confirm that. So if it's not, don't don't shoot the messenger. Um, These are your NFL Super Bowl 58 stats, brought to us by the Stats Mistress, brought to her by Sources Unknown at this point in time. Our first stat is this. Super Bowl 58 became the most watched television event in history. The Super Bowl 58 featuring the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers has shattered all previous TV rating records were the historic estimated 123.7 million viewers. that is mental uh, number two in 58 Super Bowl matchups there have been just nine teams to host to hoist even, the Lombardi Trophy in back-to-back seasons. While others have reached the Super Bowl in back-to-back years, not all have been able to finish the job in the ultimate game of the season. Number three, the Kansas City Chiefs were the latest to join legendary company by closing out the San Francisco 49ers in Super Bowl 58. The Chiefs have now won three championships in the past five seasons and are its the first time since the New England Patriots during the 2003-04 seasons that an NFL team has won back-to-back Super Bowls. It, it's one of those things, just to break away from the stats for a, for a moment, when you see the Chiefs in the same stat as the Patriots, you kind of go... Yeah, because they are just the new Patriots at this point. Number four. No team has ever achieved a three-peat in the Super Bowl era. The Packers, though, won the NFL Championship game in 1966 before winning both Super Bowl one and two for an unofficial three-peat. Uh, my final stat is this. This marked only the second Super Bowl to go to overtime, with the last being Super Bowl 51 in 2017, when Tom Brady and the New England Patriots came back from a 28-3 down defeat. Uh, to defeat the Atlanta Falcons 34-28. Um, with Tom Brady being mentioned there, um, I don't know if everybody saw the um, the Dunkin' Donut advert Um However, I can confirm that today Duncan released the full uncut version of the advert which is just short of five minutes long and pretty much every moment in it is an absolute banger. Um, So if you get the opportunity, check that out. Uh, I believe, having sent them to you, you have other stats for us.
1: I do indeed. Um... Do we do we need to take a little, uh, a little short breather before I give my stats, or are we, uh, are we good? Well, I mean, you
0: probably get them in. Uh, I believe we're at uh, to to peek behind the curtain. We're at nine minutes.
1: In that case, I will continue. So, Patrick Mahomes won Super Bowl MVP for the third time in his career. He is now tied with the Hall of Famer Joe Montana for the second most Super Bowl MVPs in NFL history, Training only Tom Brady. Was won fine. Mahomes also becomes the third player ever to win the award in consecutive seasons after also claiming in the Chiefs Super Bowl 57 win over the Philadelphia Eagles. Remind me of that. But we we'll come to discuss Connor later Despite being Mahomes' leading receiver, tight end Travis Kelsey, who had nine catches for ninety-three yards. Became most notable in the Super Bowl for his angry outburst with coach Anthony Reid. After the win, Kelsey laughed off the incident and Reid squashed the whole thing too. Yes, um, no prizes for guessing the most memed section of the uh, Super Bowl. Um, I, I, I think
0: been. I think there are two there are two running at the moment that are both competing for which is the most memed. Um, but you know, how about that day?
1: War for me just to finish off the stats Kansas City Chiefs guard Nick Allegretti played most of Super Bowl uh, Bowl 58 injured. Allegretti played all 79 snaps in Kansas City's 25-22 win over the San Francisco 49ers despite sustaining a torn UCL in the second quarter Oh my god And New Orleans is set to host Super Bowl 59 in 2025 and it will be played at the Caesars Superdome home of the New Orleans Saints it marks the first time that New Orleans will host a Super Bowl since 2013 that was of course the Super Bowl where the lights went out but which two teams will we see at that stadium
0: Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and (laughs) another team
1: (laughs) watch this space ladies and gentlemen that's all the stats. Um, one stat that wasn't in there, actually, that I thought I would bring up was the fact that obviously this is the third time um, in the uh, in what what that he's been in the Super Bowl that Mahomes has been down by ten points and still come back to win the game. So obviously the key is don't put him down by ten points. Put him down by more than ten points, as the books found when they beat him.
0: Indeed. Um, as alluded to previously, we will need to step away for a moment to um, compose ourselves from the stats, some uh, some hefty stats there, to uh, refresh ourselves before we dive into what is the, the most important part of the Super Bowl weekend, finding out who won in our little uh, competition. Um, you don't need to go anywhere, because we will be right back. Stay tuned.
1: Recording in progress. Mm Mm-hmm, yes indeed. So, main game discussion done. Dusted. Put away. A neat little corner for the season. All I said to do is to go through myself, Mr. Cook, Mr. Womensey and Mr. Moore's predictions that we each made last week the big game and then go through the season-long predictions that we all made throughout the course of the season so obviously last week and myself and the gents we each picked who we thought would win the game the winning score in the game the first and last touchdown scorers the color of the Gatorade shower for the winning coach and the games MVP Six categories in total therefore a total of six points on offer who would do the best so on the game winner uh, stew was the only one to take the 49ers the rest of us took the kansas city chiefs so a point so far for myself mr cook and mr moore the game final score no one had 25 22 the closest or the uh, the people that had um, the, uh, the the scores were as follows. Matt had 21-17, so 38 points total. Matt had 24-17, 41 points total. Andy had 31-24, which was 55 points total. And I had 34-28, which was 62 points in total. So no one was bang on, but the closest person, which was only six points out, was technically Stu. With his 24-17 pick. So I've given Stu the point for being the closest to the mark. On that. Yeah, I think that's fair. First touchdown scorer. Andy had taken Travis Kelsey, who sadly never found the end zone. Matt had taken Isaiah Pacheco, who sadly never found the end zone. Myself and Stu, however, had taken Christian McCaffrey, who was in fact the first touchdown scorer. The last touchdown scorer, myself, I had taken Travis Kelsey. Matt had taken Brandon Ayuk again. Neither one of those found the end zone in the entirety of the game. Andy and Stu had both taken Isaiah Pacheco as their last touchdown scorer. Again, he never actually found the end zone. The actual person who scored the the last touchdown, and did in fact uh, end up being a walk off touchdown winner, no less, was. Nicole Hardman who of course as they covered on the commentary had started the season on the um, on the uh, books of the New York Jets so do with that information will you? the winning Gatorade shower colour I am the season. I am
0: I'm annoyed about this one <laughs> and I feel that's justified that's all I'm saying
1: The reason why Mr. Andrew Cook may feel aggrieved and slightly annoyed on his Gatorade shower colour is that in past years I believe his go-to colour has been purple. If I flick back in the book to last season's Super Bowl picks, the winning colour of the Gatorade shower was purple selected. By Mr. Andrew Cook. The winning Gatorade shower colour this year was purple. Selected by no one. I had taken green slash yellow. Matt had taken green slash yellow. Stu had taken red slash pink. Andy had taken orange. You can clearly see the disappointment on all of our faces. As no one gets the point for the correct game. Rachel. So the game's MVP. She would picked Christian McCaffrey. This was incorrect. Myself, Andy and Matt had all picked Patrick Mahomes. Which was, of course, the correct answer. All this means is that Andy, Stu and Matt all had... Two points each from a possible six with my Chiefs to win Christian McCaffrey for the first touchdown and game uh, MVP to be Patrick Mahomes that gives me three points and does in fact give me the win for the week so I've just added it to the regular scores that were going on for the rest of the season in the weekly picks um, and all that does to the, uh, to the end scores is it puts me on six points for the season the guest on eight points for the season. Now, I know you're thinking, six plus eight, that's 14. There's only 22 weeks of the season. So there could only be another eight points left. So we must have a tie situation. That's why you would be slightly incorrect, as though we did have a tie in one of the... Uh, midway points of the it was the super wildcard weekend both myself mr. cook and my dear wife each had three out of six selections correct in our super wildcard weekend predictions so we each took a half point as opposed to a third of a point because the uh, metrics would have got all kinds of messy with halves to getting added to thirds and one So I just gave out an extra half point which means that the winner Of the overall weekly predictions with eight and a half points, take a bow, Mister Andrew Cook. Wow! To you, sir.
0: Wow. Honestly, this is this is a moment. I'm not going to lie. This is this is a this is a big thing. Oh, I, prom- I promised myself I wasn't going to get emotional if, if it went this way. Um, I want to thank um, obviously the Academy for everything that it's done for me. Um, I want to thank, um, thank the people who voted. Uh, I want to thank the teams that played. Um, just, just everybody that was was there for me Uh, the times it got tough uh, the times I didn't think I could do it um, and the people that you know pushed me forward drove me on to uh, to get this victory Um, it's just it's just just thanks it's just a lot of thanks I feel I'm
1: I'm blessed I'm blessed sadly because me because myself and Andy had both picked the Chiefs to uh, win the game there was no way we could do a side bet element um, to the game uh, without getting into sort of total yardage per team, you know, number of receptions per player. It would have got an awful lot of messy. So, unfortunately, we did have to end the side bet with the, the details that had come out from the NFL Championship weekend around the fixtures, which meant that ending the side bet this uh, this season with 50 points was Mr. Andrew Cook, But winning the side bet with fifty-four points was my good self. So we'll uh, we'll see how the side bet pans out for next season. It seemed to it seemed to work again uh, this year. So I think
0: I think as a concept that I stole from another podcast, I feel that it works. (laughs) Um, i I I think we I think we saw the which way the wind was blowing. way a ways before the end i think i think it got away from me early doors and whereas in in the previous season there was an op- there was like a point in time where i think i had a clean sweep and you'd had an off week and then it was just like each week after that i had like one more point than you and and it just sort of took i mean as we've said several times it took us right up to that last sort of point in time whereas i think this season you got a clear head above and then that was that was it you were off to the races so well done to you you've played an absolute blinder there Um, and we each take we each take a victory we should have some kind of tie break Um, virtual arm wrestle something like that Uh,
1: we'll we'll think of something we'll think of something in the off season or on on one of the other podcasts that we uh, that we frequent to, uh, to to find out a way to to truly uh, you know work out who the uh, who the true man is we'll, we'll figure something so all that's left is our season-long predictions that were made for myself and Mister Cook at least way back before even week one had kicked off um, where we were asked we, we were asking ourselves and our guests that we got on during the course of the season to name a regular season league MVP. And then, who we felt would make the Super Bowl, who would win the Super Bowl, and who would be the game's MVP. So, let's go through the MVP picks and see if anyone guessed correctly. Um, I was out of the running almost as quickly as Mr Cook was out of the running, as he had selected Aaron (sighs) Rodgers as his league MVP.
0: I still think it is, hands down, one of the most inspired selections Possibly in history. Um, as the man himself said on a recent podcast, three plays into the first game of the season, his season was over.
1: Not, not, the, not the best. <coughs> not, 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 not the best way to, uh, to, start, to start a season. Um, like I say, I was out of the I was out of the run almost as quickly when I'd taken Joe Burrow to be my league M V P. Sadly, it last, it did last a little bit longer than the uh, three snaps the uh that uh, Mr. Rogers managed uh before <laughs> strangely enough, snapping his Achilles tendon. Um but Joe Burrow was taken out with a season and the injury around week twelve or
0: thirteen.
1: Yeah, um, a week later. Like, he would have needed a bit of a miracle anyway to have been named the, the league MVP. Um, there was a lot of names there was a lot of people going for Patrick Mahomes as the league's MVP. Stu, Mark and James all picked Mahomes as their choice of uh, league MVP. Sadly they didn't get anywhere near with that one. The closest two by the way, no one got this correct, but the closest two uh, were James Forrester Grey who would said Christian McCaffrey. I believe was in the running all the way up to um, uh, awards evening, the Super Bowl awards evening. Um, And the only other person other than uh, the winner, Lamar Jackson, who got a single vote in the running was Matt Moore's selection of Josh Allen. Mm. So I suppose by default, because he did get a first place nomination, Matt probably wins that one, as it were as he was the only person who ended up getting a nomination for a 1st place Hall of Fame yep. choice. Yeah, yeah,
0: I agree with that.
1: MVP. So, no winners in the regular season MVP selections. Did anyone successfully uh, successfully pick in the Super Bowl matchup? Well, yes, they did. As Stuart Wubberty correctly directed the Kansas City Chiefs to play the San Francisco 49ers. He was the only one to pick the game correctly and he did have the chiefs versus the eagles as did james however stew had selected the san francisco 49ers to win and christian McCaffrey to be the game's mvp so misses on both of those accounts sadly james had the chiefs versus the eagles and had selected the Eagles to win the game with Jalen Hurts to be the MVP. Misses on both counts.
0: Mm.
1: However, Mr. Andrew Cook had selected the Chiefs Eagles Super Bowl, so didn't get the game correct, but had picked the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes to be the game MVP. So,
0: this guy. K- Wow. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Weirdly, that is not what I thought you were going to say there, and I don't know why. Um, I, I I don't want to be the person that's like, oh, it's a safe bet, but uh, you know, paid paid off in the end, isn't it? Um, I was going to say, and and I feel like this is almost like rubbing salt in the wound, but. Thinking back to when I made my Super Bowl selection of going, oh, Eagles, absolutely gonna be, uh, gonna be in the running, and obviously through the regular season, it was like, yep, yeah, the, the 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 Eagles are uh, are definitely in the running, and then there's just that complete collapse of that team. And to think now, obviously been through the playoffs and stuff. To think now that the the Eagles were originally and through the season a contender to then be like you know now it's like well what were you thinking it's like just strange to look back on that um but yeah i'll probably pick i'll probably pick the same I'll, in fact you could probably write in the book now i'll probably pick the same next season and i think i've got a reasonable chance um is that it then that's it. Oh man!
1: For that, another season, we have
0: done and dusted. That means I've got to drag the trunk out of the uh, out of the loft and put put all my all my little bits in. You know, my, my Patrick Mahomes, my uh, little little doll, my Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, just put them up, line them all up. Put the dust cover on. Close the lid. Lock it. And. Uh, drag it all the way back up and put it into the attic until uh, next season. Um, I, I say every year, you know, we've, we've done six seasons of the Laced Out podcast, um, which, you know, reasonable run. Um, and every year, I was like, oh, we get to this point and it's real sad. And I think it was in, I think it's in, in the last season it I was like, oh my god, it's the longest off season in any sport ever. But when it was worked out, it's actually not that long. Because I had in my head it was like nine months, and it's actually not. It's 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 a lot shorter than than you think. It is uh, um, already this season shaping up to be uh, bigger and better than any previous season. I think they're going to more. Um, more other countries, if that makes any sense. I believe the the scheduled uh and I'm pretty sure there's more UK games this season as well.
1: Um, um no I think it's sticking at three again.
0: I thought it up
1: to it but Sao Paulo I think Brazil.
0: Ah uh, that might
1: have been it, yeah. Or maybe um, an extra Germany.
0: Well, there we go. 2023 season comes to a close with the Super Bowl. And uh, yeah. Come back. Next. Well, this year, but next season. Um, I want to take the opportunity to thank all of our guests over the course of the season. I want to take this opportunity to thank the Stats Mistress for week in, week out providing the stats on the reg. Um, big thank you to our watchers and listeners, otherwise there'd be literally no point in doing this. Uh, and the biggest of biggest thank yous to my co-host with the co-most, master of the book, this, the, uh, the the collector of knowledge, Mr. Paul Williams. Um, and that is in 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 filming and film and TV. Well, that's that's a wrap on season six of the Laces Out podcast. Join us for season seven pre season podcast in a mere matter of months. But until then, you can find us lurking around in other podcast spaces, football, wrestling, uh, weekly podcasts Um, and yeah others there we go thank you very much thank you sir and uh, I'll see you and these lovely people very soon but for now it's tatty buys so there you go Super Bowl done everything done podcast done for another season Super Bowl done for another season NFL season done for another season. Before you leave us, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. And uh, check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button for you to get in touch with us. That is it for this one and this season. Until next time, next season, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode of Cookie Cast, please like, share and subscribe.